to One Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. And for more information, please visit us on the web at onechurch.net. One Church Park District family, happy Sunday to all of you. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, What a wonderful, wonderful day to be together. And I'm so glad that we have this opportunity to come together. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about Mother's Day in just a moment. But I, I really believe that it is important and it is special for us anytime we have the opportunity to gather and worship the Lord. And, you know, this is the day that has historically been called the Lord's Day on Sunday, the day that Jesus uh, was resurrected from the dead. And so this morning we are celebrating first and foremost, the goodness of God, the grace of God through Jesus Christ. But we're also celebrating all of the moms and and really all of the women who carry the mothering heart of God. And and I want to talk to you about that a little bit more. But first, I want to give you all an update. Uh, Those of you who are a part of our church family, you know that we are are kind of in this, um, you know, temporary season uh, as the world as a whole is kind of emerging out of COVID, uh, of course, differently, depending on what nation and what state or what city or what, you know, what your own situation is. But we're beginning to uh, see beyond this moment. And I'm so excited about that. But, you know, we as a church uh, believe that God has great things ahead of us. And specifically, we are excited to have a building to call home. Over the last eight years, we've been a family without a home. And uh, just like every, uh, you know, family needs, uh, a natural family needs a home as a church family. We're so excited to have a place and we've shared that vision with you. Last Sunday, we received our very first Vision Builders offering. And uh, we've shared with you that we have a goal of $300,000. That is to uh, purchase the building and to begin the renovations that are needed for it to be functional for us. That's a big goal, but we have a big God and we believe he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And so that is our faith. That is our expectation. And last Sunday, we received our very first Vision Builders offering. And I want to bring to you today the report. Last Sunday, uh, at the time of recording, the the total that has come in for our Vision Builders offering is, are you ready? Drum roll, $179,533. Wow. Come on. If you're in your house church right now, you need to give a round of applause or maybe you just need to stand up and have a little happy dance moment because that is an incredible, incredible start. And uh, included, if we added into that, that's the money that's actually come in. And in addition to that, there has been pledges that have been made. And and I want to encourage those of you who have intended to give. And maybe you said, hey, I wasn't able to give last Sunday. I want to encourage you, uh, come ready to give next Sunday as we gather together and really all in as those pledges are are coming in. uh, We will be at about 200,000 if those pledges come in which is, like I said, an incredible start. Uh, If you are a triathlete, some of you are, uh, I guess that kind of puts us as like we've we've done the swim, we've 
we're finishing up the bike, okay? Now we've got a run ahead of us, okay? So we're celebrating, but we're not done. We've got a run ahead of us to, to see the vision fulfilled. And so I wanna say to you today, let's run with endurance. The race set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. We're gonna cross the finish line. Uh, my declaration is that we will raise the money. The money will come. And I believe God is gonna provide even supernaturally. So let's get ready for all that God is gonna do. Uh, pardon me, I'm a little excited about this, but I'm, I, I just believe God has great things in store for us. So thank you for partnering together. Thank you for your prayers. Uh, thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your commitment, your faith. Uh, the best is yet to come. I'm so excited about what God is going to do. Now, uh, let's get into the word this morning. And again, I, I just want to say a happy Mother's Day to all of the all of the, the ladies in the place, uh, all of the moms, whether you're in house church, whether you're with your family, maybe you're just catching this some other time on your own. Uh, we want to honor you today. And, and I say all of the ladies, all of the women, not just those with biological children, because ultimately I believe, uh, and the Bible reveals to us that every single woman really carries the mothering heart of God. And that's what I want to speak to you today about, the mothering heart of God. And if you have your Bibles, I just want to read a couple of verses just to introduce this thought out of Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. And it is the creation account of God making mankind. And the Bible says this, that God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. And, and I, I want you to understand that within those verses, we really have the, the establishment of motherhood, the foundation and the creation of motherhood, because motherhood is really a, an expression of the nature of God. And when God created mankind, as he created Adam and Eve, male and female, it, the, the scripture says he made them in his image. Now that doesn't mean physically, but it does mean that they were, they were bearing the image of God in a way that is distinct from all of the rest of creation. Mankind bears the image of God in a unique way. There's unique value uh, to uh, humankind. But within humankind, it says that God made male and female, male and female. Now, I know that there's a lot of conversation in our culture today around gender identity and, you know, where does that come from? Is that a cultural construct? And, and I want to say this uh, with all the sensitivity uh, of my heart towards anyone that perhaps is dealing with confusion or questions around your identity, that God loves you. God is your source of identity. And the world tells us that, that we receive our identity just from the culture, whatever the culture says, that's the source of our identity and male and female are just cultural constructs. But I want you to understand that nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, uh, we find here the very beginning of the Bible that male and female are both created equal 
in the image of God, both equally valuable, but also different, distinct. Men and women are both equal in value, but they are not identical. They, we as men and women, uh, distinctly reflect an aspect of the nature of God, an aspect uh, of God's character. And then he goes on to say this, uh, the scripture says that he blessed them and he said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. In other words, uh, reproduce, <laughs> practically speaking, make babies, but it's certainly more than that. Uh, it, it's about multiplying yourself, not just biologically, but there was an impartation of the life that was imparted from God. In other words, the life that you've been given from God, I want you to impart into another. You have received life. Now I want you to give life to another. And that really is the foundation of motherhood and fatherhood. And, and I believe this, that whether we have biological children or not, every single one of us are uh, created by God, our uniqueness as men and women, equal in the eyes of God, equal in terms of gifts and, and abilities, but also distinct in terms of the way that we reflect the nature of God. And, and so through that, that is really the expression of motherhood and fatherhood, that, that moms and dads, men and women, both through this call and through this commission uh, are multiplying the life of God into the life of others. The life that you've been given, you impart into others, and it takes men and women both together to, to fully reflect the goodness, the fullness, the beauty, the wonder of God. And, and so I, I want to say to you today, women, we value you. We love you. We honor you as image bearers of God, as valuable uh, in our own lives. Personally, I'm so blessed with a wonderful mom, with a wonderful wife, with a wonderful mother-in-law, with, with wonderful women in my life, sister-in-laws now, uh, and now even my own daughter that one day will be a mother that is reflecting the nature of God in a way that I would not understand apart from seeing that revealed through their mothering expression. And ultimately, mothering is an expression of God. Now, I understand that the Bible reveals God as father. And so if you're listening and you're thinking, Justin, are you saying that we should talk about mother God? That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that the Bible does reveal uh, God as mothering and caring, that, that, that what we see through a mom, through mothers, is revealing the nature of God. And so if we want to know what it looks like to be a mother, maybe you're in a season, you know, of, of, of being a new mom. We have so many uh, new moms in our community. And, you know, scroll through Instagram, you're going to find different definitions, different ideas, different goals and values of what it means to be a mom. And I want to give you this encouragement. The greatest place to look is to God. If you want to learn how to be a mother for the women, if you want to know how to be a father for the men, look to God. It's an expression of who God 
is, and whether you have biological children or not, every single one of us, we've received life. We're called to be life givers to other people. We're called to impart life. Every single one of us, if we receive life through Jesus, we should have a little group that we are imparting life into. We should be like a mother duck with a little group of ducklings following behind who, who we are imparting our life into. And specifically for women, that mothering nature of God is so beautifully reflected through you. So I want to give you today some points of the mothering nature of God, the mothering love of God in order to help us to honor that heart reflected through mothers and through women and also to encourage the, the call that moms have, that women have in mothering. The first thing I want you to see about the mothering heart of God, number one is this, that God remembers you. God remembers you. Listen to what the Bible says in Isaiah 49, 15. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. The, 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 the prophet Isaiah is looking for the greatest example of remembering that, that we can find. And he says a, a woman can't forget their, the child that they are nursing. And I want you to know that is true. Let me tell you this, no disrespect to the dads, but we forget. <laughs> we can forget. Uh, I, I remember in the early days of our church, we were actually meeting at the Winter Park Community Center where we're meeting now. And I remember we came in early, we're setting up. I was on the setup team and uh, Linus had just been born a couple of months earlier and we had our hands full. We're bringing everything in. We've got Anders and Finn. And after about 30 minutes, maybe an hour, having been there, Jen turns to me and says, where's Linus? I said, uh, I'm sure he's here somewhere. She said, you were supposed to bring him in from the car. Linus, I'm so sorry, son. We love you. you you've not been forgotten. Dad has fallen short, but mom will not forget you. And I, I want you to know that, you know, uh, even moms, though, sometimes forget. I, I have some friends, they have eight kids, and they told us the story of one time they had all the kids loaded in the van, got down the street and realized they had left the youngest in the baby carrier in the Starbucks parking lot. Oh my goodness. Uh, moms don't often forget. Moms remember. But even better than moms is God. And maybe you feel forgotten. Maybe you feel like you've not been loved. Maybe you feel like, man, I'm always forgotten. I'm always left behind. God never forgets you. God remembers you. He knows you. He loves you. The Bible says that you are written in the palm of his hand. He loves you. So God remembers us. The second thing I want you to see is that God, God comforts you. God comforts you. The prophet Isaiah goes on to talk about God's mothering love for Israel in Isaiah 66, 12 and 13. He says, then you shall feed on her sides. You shall be carried and dandled on her knees as one whom, who, uh, whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you and you should, shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Isaiah is talking about the, the comforting love of God, like a baby that is dandled on his mother's knees. The picture is a, a, a baby that is upset and the mother is comforting that baby. It's okay. It's all right. Mama's here. I've got you. That's the, that's the comfort of God. And 
You know, again, I'm so thankful for the, that nature that is revealed through women. You know, us men, uh, let's just be honest today, sometimes we're not as comforting. Uh, sometimes when the kids come to us, we go, come on, you're okay, grow up, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, you're fine. Now, that's another aspect of the, the, the fathering nature of God is that impartation of strength um, and courage. Uh, but, but there's also the comfort that mothers reflect so beautifully in a way that honestly, we as men oftentimes just fall so far short. We have so much to learn about God from women. And, uh, you know, I remember when our kids were young, uh, babies and infants, and sometimes they'd be crying in the night and I'll just say confession time. I would roll over and pretend that I was asleep. Uh, I would act if I act like I'm asleep long enough, Jen will get up. Okay. I've confessed it. It's in the past. We're moving on. Okay. But, uh, I, I want you to know, Jen would get up. She would go in. She would take that baby in her arms. Love, comfort that baby. That's what God's heart is for us. If you're hurting today, God is a comforter. God is a, uh, it, it cares about your pain. He comforts you. The third thing I want you to see is that God satisfies you. God satisfies you. You know, again, no disrespect men, but there's some things that we just can't do for our children. Nursing is one of them. Nursing is one thing uh, when we have a baby, you know, if you have an infant who's crying and that baby wants milk, uh, you, you know, there's just some things you cannot do. You've got to pass that baby to his or her mom. And, but when she nurses that baby, there's this beautiful satisfaction. And the Bible says this in Psalm 131 verse two, like a weaned child is my soul within me. In other words, it's a baby that's been weaned off of his mother, but when he was, he or she wasn't weaned, it was looking to mother for the satisfaction. And it's a picture of how we find satisfaction in God. I don't know if you've ever seen a milk drunk baby. That's a term. Uh, if you have an infant, you understand they, they have, uh, they've been fussy, they've been upset, but then they drink the milk and they just put their head back. And there is just this look on their face of pure satisfaction. They don't care what color their outfit is. They don't care, uh, you know, what, what, who made the, the design of their room. They are just satisfied. And that's a picture of how God wants to, us to live satisfied in his goodness. The fourth thing I want you to see is that God celebrates you. Wow. Now we celebrate God. We worship God. But did you know that God celebrates you? because you were made in his image. You are his child. He loves you. The Bible says this in Zephaniah three, verse 17, the Lord is in your midst. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He rejoices over you with gladness and he will rejoice with, uh, over you with singing. Wow. What a picture. We sing and celebrate God. But did you know that God sings over you? He celebrates you. Like a birthday party, God is singing over you. He's celebrating you because he loves you. And I've learned celebration, specifically of birthdays, uh, in a unique way from my wife. Uh, I got to tell you, when we got married, birthdays weren't that big of a deal to me. And I'm still learning. Uh, but I realized from her 
the value of celebrating somebody on our birthday. You know, the, the fact is that all of us, when it is our birthday, we love to be celebrated. We may not want to admit it, but we love to be celebrated. It just does something to us to know, wow, people care about me. And that's what God does over us. You know, Jen taught me about a golden birthday. I didn't know what a golden birthday was. If you don't know what a golden birthday is, ask my wife. She taught me, not only in my house do we celebrate golden birthdays, but she celebrates uh, not only the birthday or the birth week, but even the birth month. When it turns your birth month, it's a moment to celebrate. I went, wow, I had no idea that was a thing. My level of celebration has been raised to another level. But that's what God feels about you. He celebrates you. He celebrates you. Maybe you don't feel like anybody celebrates you. Let me tell you, your mom celebrates you, but God celebrates you. He is rejoicing over you. He's saying, my daughter, my son, I love you. I'm so thrilled by you. When I look at you, when God looks at you, he's rejoicing. He's rejoicing. I mean, when I look at my kids and, and again, moms, especially when they look at their kids, they, they they see They don't see any flaws. They see the pure beauty that only a mother can see. And God, through Christ, sees you in that same way. God celebrates you. The fifth thing I want you to see is that God serves you. The mothering heart of God. How do we learn how to mother for mothers? And even how do we understand that about God as men? Uh, God serves you. The Bible says this in Hosea chapter 11, verse one, and then three to four, it says that, 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 uh, he has, and I'll just kind of, um, cut it short for the sake of time that he's, that, that God took them, took Israel by their arms when they did not know he healed them. God says, I stooped and fed them. He's, he's using the illustration of a mother taking their child, leading them gently, lovingly by the arm healing them, feeding them, taking care of them. And again, dads, we do so much. I know men, you do so much to care and to serve and to use your unique strength uh, to, to love. But, but moms take the cake in serving so many times. Moms serve in ways that, that we may never know. And it's really a reflection of God. I remember uh, as a kid, I remember laying in bed at night and long after we'd gone to sleep, hearing my mom vacuuming. And at the time I thought, come on, mom, can't you clean any other time? Well, she had four kids. The answer is no. Okay. She couldn't clean any other time. She had to get us all in bed and then she would clean. And, And I think it's a picture of God's love that he's serving us. The Bible says this, that, that, Uh, he gives to his beloved sleep or a better translation says that he gives to his beloved while they sleep. In other words, while you're sleeping, while you're resting, even on the Sabbath, it's a celebration that, that we can rest. Why? Because God is serving us. Let me tell you, our confidence even around getting a building is not in our own effort, although we're working with all the strength we can, but it's in God's effort, God's strength, that he loves us and serves us and takes care of us. We sing that song, Waymaker, even when I don't see it, you're working. That's like a mom. She does so much behind the scenes. And I want to say, women, we honor the gift that you bring into this church body. We need mothering mothers in this church body. And I don't just mean biological, I mean spiritual mothers. 
to love, to care, to impart life, to serve. If we don't have the mothers in this house, we're half the church. And I don't even mean numerically. I mean the, the value of what God wants us to see about him. We see through you as moms. The sixth thing I want you to see is that God protects you. God protects you. Just as a mother protects her child, God protects you. Jesus said this about Jerusalem in Matthew 23, verse 7. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you weren't willing. He's saying, I, I wanted to protect you. Like a, like a mother hen takes her chicks when a, when a predator is around. Maybe a, a, an eagle or a, some sort of predatory bird is flying over. The hen will gather the chicks under her wing. And she's caring for them. She's protecting them. She's laying down her life for them. God loves you. He's protecting you. And it's a reflection of the, the mothering heart of God. We see even in natural moms, you know, there are stories of moms lifting cars off of their children. Supernatural strength, super woman strength. Oftentimes we say that men are stronger than women. Well, just mess with their babies and we'll see who's really strong. They will go into mama bear mode and they will mess you up. Okay. Don't mess with a mama. Don't mess with a woman. And it's really the, the heart of God, that protective heart. The last thing that I want you to see is, is not only does God do all of those things, but the seventh thing that God does is God births you. Maybe that should have been number one, but God births you. The Bible says this in John 3, verse 3, Jesus said this, that you must be born again. You know, that is the beginning of mothering is birthing. And again, that's not just biologically, but that may be through adoption. That may be through perhaps not any legal form of uh, of relationship, but perhaps just that, that loving initiative of I'm going to take you as my child. I, I want you as my child. And that's what God has done to us. He's birthed us. What a beautiful thing. Let me tell you, I've been there for four births and it is not always easy. It, it is a tremendous sacrifice for a mom. And I want to honor all of the women who have given life to others. It is a sacrifice. They are literally laying down their life, allowing something to come out of, allowing another life to be birthed. And that's what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. He laid down his life so that you could experience new life. And here's the wonderful news of the gospel, that regardless of what family you were born in, regardless of what economic status you found yourself in as a child, regardless of whether you're male or female, or perhaps your opinions or perspectives, even on that, the wonderful news of the gospel is that you don't have to be limited to who you are in the natural, but you can be born again. And I pray that every one of you has experienced that. I pray even today, perhaps you've never put your faith in Jesus. This would be a wonderful moment on Mother's Day to experience new life in God. As we close today, I want to speak to some of you. I know some of you as moms, 
maybe you feel that you are imperfect. Maybe you feel, man, I'm a failure as a mom. I'll tell you, we all have moments that way. Here's the, the wonderful news that ultimately we are simply revealing the perfection of God to our children. I want to encourage you, don't give up. Women, don't give up. Moms, don't give up. Uh, I, I want to speak to you, some of you, maybe you have an imperfect family. Maybe as you hear this, you feel like, my mom didn't do those things for me. The psalmist says this, even when my father and mother forsake me, God will never forsake me. And perhaps on this Mother's Day, you have a rift in relationship with your mom. Perhaps you don't feel that you've been mothered and cared for and protected and, and, and served in all of those ways. God will be that mothering love for you. And I wanna encourage, lastly, all of the women, the valuable role you play in mothering in our community. To be a spiritual mother is, a, is an incredible thing. Sometimes people will ask me, does your wife work or is she just a mom? I feel like come over here so I can slap you. Just a mom, just a mom. Being a mom, whether it's biological or spiritual, imparting life into another person is the greatest call that you could ever experience. And so I want to honor you. I want to love you. I want to bless you today. Father, thank you for every mom. I pray your blessing and your grace. Lord, I pray your joy upon them. And Lord, those that perhaps are missing their own mothers today, God, would you draw close to them, reveal your mothering love in a way that only you can. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next Sunday at the Winter Park Community Center.